Welcome and apologies for lateness from the Talker United Yellow Army Herald Express Devon Live podcast this week. We've been uh, fending off calls this morning from uh, people saying, where was the podcast yesterday? Thank you for the interest. But we, we delayed. Very gratifying in a way. We delayed by a day because you've, you've not been 100%. I haven't, David, no. Uh, I've been struck down by... Uh, um, a mystery bug, I think that's what a football manager would call it. But, yeah. Um, uh, hopefully over it now. Um, yes, but uh, so we were a day let, late. Let's not go into too let's much detail. Know. And I've, I've still got the cough, so if I have to break off occasionally, do forgive me. But all these woes aside, it's been a momentous week um, it? It? internationally and locally. Let's start with the World Cup because it appears that football's not coming home after <laughs> all, uh, which is a bit of a shame. But England did so well, didn't they? England did brilliantly well. They just. Do you feel it's fair to say they had their pockets picked by a slightly more experienced team on uh, on Wednesday night? Yes, I think so. In the end, uh, I, I think it's worth coming back to the fact that this is a very young England team. Yeah. Uh, especially at the back, mm-hmm. and and you know when you look at that unit, um, uh, Ashley Young being almost the most experienced yeah. player back yeah. there. Uh, and I think quite a lot of us feel that Danny Rose should have been playing at left back anyway. Never mind. Um, uh, Trippier, yeah, big success. New to the yeah. new to the yeah. to, to the ranks. Uh, Kyle Walker playing at centre back. We can talk about that in a minute. Not yeah. quite sure that was the right decision, but never mind. Um, you know, we don't want to go down the road just because England have lost to start criticising Gareth Southgate because he's got so much right yeah, I, I think they emerge with a lot of credit uh, I mean, absolutely but, yeah. but li- the further you go in a tournament <coughs> yeah. the further you go in a tournament the more the little the little things the matter details, yeah. the details yeah. come through because especially um, uh, as we saw um, you know the other night uh, and in one or two other games the more tired you get physically mm. the more tired you get mentally that's when yeah. um, all the strengths and weaknesses of a player come come out, um, and you know I think a couple of occasions earlier on in the tournament, especially when Colombia put England under really heavy yeah. pressure, we struggled to cope yeah. uh, and eventually conceded an equaliser against Colombia. Um, and and, uh, and both, it, both of the goals that Croatia scored on on Wednesday night were, were opportunist, weren't they? They, they got in front of us. That's right. Um, um, you know, maybe took advantage of, of tired defenders or yeah. yeah. I mean, it's interesting that the goal that um, uh, uh, um, the winger scored, um, mm. um, Perisic scored. If that had happened halfway up the pitch, yeah. Would that have been a foul? Yes, it would. Yeah, almost certainly. Uh, um, you thought, know, thought it was uh, very high. <laughs> you know, absolutely. Um, and and uh, okay, you can say, well, would a fully fledged centre back have got his head to that ball first and taken the boot? Kyle Walker is a full back, mm. uh, and the guy got in front of him and took it. But <laughs> it was a volley off the end of his nose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I can't help thinking that, especially that referee, if it had happened on the halfway line, he'd have blown up and given a foul. Yeah. Um, but okay, we're not we're not going to, you know, uh, carp too much about that uh, because it's history is history and it's done now. But yeah. um, it, it was they've done incredibly well. Yeah. Uh, but but we just didn't have quite the know-how and the experience to keep when we were when we were good yeah we were really pretty good yeah attacking yeah. wise moving the ball quickly 
the first uh, um, first fifteen minutes, absolutely, were we were all over them, and yeah. and and I think every, all the one, all everyone who was watching, texts going backwards and forwards to friends, mm. I'll bet ninety five percent of them were, we need another goal, yeah. we have to yeah. score a second goal while we're on top. One won't be enough, and sure enough, it it, it, it proved right. Yeah. But you know, it, let's take nothing away that they've done. Yeah, know, amazingly well with what is a very young side. There's no point, you know. You have to, you don't win world. You know, here we go down the Alan Hansen thing. You know, <laughs> you, you win now with kids, but uh, um, and and it's unlikely that you're going to win a World Cup final no. with a team as young as that. But but, um, but having said that, now is the time, surely, for um, for Gareth Southgate to be looking at players like Ryan Sessegnon, like some of the players who were. Uh, who did so well in the under nineteen World Cup? Was it under nineteen World Cup? Yes, and and under seventeen. Yes, they, 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 we've got a huge yeah. amount of thing. And part of the problem with the English game, of course, is that these youngsters come through the England setup. They prove internationally that they mm. can more than cope on the international stage, and then of course struggle to get into their own club sides. Yeah, uh, for all the reasons we know about. Um, you know, where Chelsea have got thirty or forty youngsters loaned out around Europe yeah. every year, and it almost becomes a money-making operation as far as Chelsea is concerned. Not, not not a way of bringing youngsters through to their own no. first team, yeah. and that's of course a, a much bigger subject, which uh, you know you, you, we can chat about on other occasions, and lots of other people do. Bodes well for the future, though. So, can can your dark horses, Croatia, can they win the World Cup? Um, I think France will will win yeah. on Sunday. Just um, too strong for them. I think France are the best team left <coughs> and have been for yeah. a week or two. Um, uh, I thought Belgium completely uh, failed to rise to the occasion on, yeah. on uh, in their semi final. Fair play um, though for France. The France defended well. I mean, oh, if you yeah. can keep players of that quality, yes, thirty Belgium yards gave from it goal. a go, but yeah. but that they. I don't think Belgium kicked off really believing they could win, no. uh, uh, and France believed they could win and were going to win right from the word go. And I think you know that got them home. Yeah. Uh, I think they're they're hugely talented. They're they're, they're very in yeah. all various areas, and I think Mbappe you, is is the new world star. He, he, isn't he? he is. Yeah. And when you look at that Croatian defence, the Lovrens and the Vidas yeah. and the people who are not mm. quick. When you think how uh, Raheem Sterling exposed them, how how um, Lovren wasn't booked in the first half an hour 40 yeah, minutes yeah. Sp- spent the whole time yattering on to the referee about absolutely nothing at all uh, I thought I thought we made him look like yeah. a lump uh, and, but is, um, is that all part of the guile and the know-how and, and well that, that, that in other words through in games in like other that? words could we have done with a Lovren in the heart of the England yeah, defense we well possibly um, <coughs> uh, you know that that's that's a that's a, a you know a, a possibility, yeah. but um, it, I, I think the overriding thing is that is that you could see it was a young team wearing its heart on its sleeve, and you could see how desperately they wanted to do it. Yeah, and they just felt, they just came up short, and you just can't help but feel for for them. And apart from anything else, now they've got this nightmare scenario of having to pick themselves up and Belgium and as play well Belgium to, to play a yeah. third and fourth do you think it'll be, it'll be a reserve game will he give the players that the, the, the Cahills and the I'd, Wellbacks who haven't had a game yet I'd love to, I'd love to be sat in on, on the very first team meeting after yeah. the other night um, uh, uh, and just to sort of how does he pitch that you know does he say you know does he try and keep them angry and frustrated does he try and say 
look, come on, let's try something different to yeah. have a bit of a, a bonus, treat it as a bit of a bonus game. Because um, finishing but, third would be their best result since 66. I couldn't agree it? more. And, and I think everything we know about Southgate indicates that that's exactly what he'll say. Yeah. You know, he said, look, having gone as far as we did and as well as we did, what is the worst thing that can happen now is mm. that we get stuffed by Belgium. Yeah. Three, four, or or whatever, and troop home in fourth place on the end of a hammering. I don't think he de- would. De- nobody in the England camp would want no. that. So I, I I'd be very surprised if Vardy doesn't start. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he'd obviously have a good old look around the rest of the squad and see who's yeah still reasonably fresh and who isn't. Um, uh, and and go about it like that, and but you know, let's face it, Belgium must be feeling exactly the same as yeah, we yeah. are. Um, uh, and there's, you know, there's so still the golden boot to play for as well, isn't well, there? Which Harry Kane go. has got at the moment, That's but right. um, could go anyway um, this weekend. No, no, no. There there were so many pluses, yeah. so many pluses, and and um, you can talk until you, you, the cows come home that yes, the draw opened up for us. Yes, we didn't have to meet the Brazils and the Germanys yeah. and the, and the Argentinas. Well. What, you know, you have to play who's in front. You can of you, only don't play you? what's in front. Exactly, of you, can't you? and yeah. and and uh, that they they rose to every challenge uh, that was put in front of them, um, and obviously have given everybody a huge boost. But not more than important than that, they've given themselves. Yeah. You know that, that they can now in the next time the next Euros start up and everything. England will be looked at with this bunch of players and others that we know yeah. about. When you don't forget that some of the ones that the players that never never went, mm. you know, the Jack Wilshers and people yeah. like that, you know, he's gone to West Ham now, hasn't he? Um, uh, uh, you know, th- there were some damn good players that never even made no. the squad, um, and uh, and there's more coming through, as you said. So, uh, no, it, it's it's a yeah. it's a massive step forward in uh, in the last. 18 months, two years, and um, you know, good, good luck to them. And let's hope, you know, that they give everybody a real boost on 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 Saturday and produce a good, performance to yeah. go out with, and everybody yeah. can go. Oh well, we're over the semi-final yeah. now, you know, uh, and 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 that they can stack up by comparison with anybody in the tournament. Yeah. Now, the great thing about having a World Cup or a European Championship in the summer is that you kind of run seamlessly into the next football team. <laughs> and Torquay United have already begun. They have. They started on Tuesday night with a friendly at home to Forest Green Rovers, which was a 4-1 win for Forest Green Rovers. It was. Now, you went to the game. I, I did. Shamefully, yes. I'll hold my hand up and say I didn't go to the game. No, no, no. no. I, I, but I, you did. Yes. What did you make of it? Um... I think uh, Gary Hours put it quite succinctly afterwards when he said it was described it as a starting point. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think that covered a multitude of thoughts in his head. Uh, Forest Green Rovers, um, it's a bit weird, isn't it? You're having to get around the fact that Forest Green Rovers are two divisions higher than us. I know. It's strange, uh, isn't and it? And now we must stop talking like this or else we're going to repeat ourselves from now yeah. until um, uh, the end of next season. But um, they... they they were much better than United. Yeah. They 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 had had a game mm-hmm. already, and they looked considerably further forward in their pre-season than United did. Now that's okay. That's understandable. Yeah. Um, uh, and United had a night, basically chasing shadows. Uh, and now that's not a bad thing. Uh, I, I'm right. I'm a great believer in pre-season being the time when you bed down your work rate. Yeah, you're closing yeah. down, 
how you keep teams at bay, how you put teams under pressure on and off the ball, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I suppose uh, there's nothing to be gained from going through pre-season winning everything. Well, how it? many times yeah. have we been through pre-seasons? In fact, last season springs to mind, and actually a, a couple, yeah. uh, where we cheered everybody up. Um, did we beat West Bromwich Albion? Um, no. uh, uh, I don't <laughs> or something like that, Yeah, <laughs> I seem to remember. Um, uh, when that... Um, I was South American yeah. defender turned up. I remember. Well, it, it'll come Never to, mind to be seen again. No, no. But anyway, uh, uh, we've been through lots of pre-seasons yeah. over the years where everybody thinks, here we go, that looks more like it. Boom. No, mm. it doesn't. And we've also had pre-seasons which were pretty unprepossessing yeah. and fairly steady, to say the least, and it's turned into great seasons. I remember the season um, uh, where United the best United team that you and I have seen for donkey's years uh, under Leroy Rossini in 2003-04. Mm. That pre-season wasn't, wasn't great. No. Um, uh, and of course, you know, it turned into a, a, you know, a wonderful, a wonderful season. season. Yeah. yeah. Um, and other years, uh, uh, vice versa. So, um, uh, you know, there's, there's, I think the interesting thing is that, that the Forest Green game is not the severest test by a long way that United are going to face no. over the next couple of weeks. Uh, they've got obviously um, Pool Town away this Saturday. Uh, Pool Town are in the league below, aren't they? That's league, right. Yeah, they're in the yeah. Southern, Southern Premier. Premier. Yeah. Then you've got Plymouth Argyle. Argyle on Tuesday. Yeah. And then well, is that a seven thirty? Seven thirty kickoff. Yeah. Followed by the likes of um, <coughs> uh, uh, Cardiff City. Whoops. Next Friday. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and I forget which way round the. I think Bristol, Bristol City, City is the last the, game now. Is 24th, it? Or is it isn't it? 24th. City, and then there's Dorchester yeah. away yeah. as well. So there's some severe tests coming up where United are going to have to spend most of the night, which isn't a bad thing, running around chasing the ball. Yeah. And that's yeah. what pre season is all about. Um, I think one of the big disappointments of last year, and we've, I think we may have referred to it in the past, was that when Gary Hours and Martin Cool took over, it took them a week or two, and then all of a sudden we played Dagenham away um, yeah. and lost 1-0 to a penalty in the last minute. Dagenham flying high at the time, mm. United in big trouble. United gave Dagenham a real game that afternoon up in Victoria Road. And all the elements that you wanted to see a team fighting their way out of relegation trouble were there work rate, organisation, uh, uh, pressing on yeah. the ball, and Dagenham, Torquay got to Dagenham in the end, and, I th and we all, anybody watching thought, we'll win this, we can, we can snatch it. As it happened, foul by Sean McGinty, penalty in the last minute, we lost yeah. it 1-0, but I can remember coming away from that. And, and part of the reason why, I, I, I still, you think back to why United went down last year, was that for one reason or another, over the course of the season, United, Gradually failed to reproduce that yeah. level of of, of uh, and and I know ours and Cool put a lot of effort into upping the fitness levels, upping the organisation, etc. And they, and it looked like they were getting there or had got yeah. most of the way there. Uh, and then obviously, as time went on, for one reason or another, changes of personnel. Uh, uh, the, obviously, the huge importance of trying to win games rather than maybe not yeah. lose them, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it didn't. It didn't happen in the end, as we well know. Um, but so pre. That is what pre-season's yeah. about. It's not about pinging the ball about, or not for Talker United at the moment, and you know going. Yeah. You know, tippy tappy football and passing teams off the pitch. That will not happen. Any talent that United have got will come out 
yeah. on the back yeah. of organization, work rate, tackling, work rate, closing down. Yeah. And, and, and I know that that's top of Gary Hour's yeah. uh, um, uh, priority list at the moment. So let's talk about some of the players that we saw or that you saw on Tuesday night. The, uh, the Trialist brothers had a, a mixed night, didn't they? Yeah. Um, Trialist A, Trialist B, and Trialist C. That winds my clock, you know. Uh, Did did, did Talk United not know the names of those players? Oh, no, of course they do. Um, Put them on the uh, team sheet. Well, exactly, especially when you're charging people to get in a watch. Precisely. Uh, uh, And I've always thought that this was. I do remember when, was it Radichoy who turned up for West Ham one night? Yeah. uh, Back in the days of John Gittins, and John Gittins let him know who was around. Uh, and he was supposed to be an unknown trialist for West Ham United. Yeah. This is a <laughs> Romanian international that's quite well known. Well, <laughs> but I think it, John Gittins let him know who, who was around. But um, is the reason not to alert other people to who you're having a look at? Technically speaking, and funnily enough, in a way, and I'm going to sort of, I suppose, come to the aid, uh, to yeah. the defence of thing, is that in Talk United situation at the moment, and they had a signing who was down here, mm. fall through at the last moment on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, on Tuesday. Um, uh, uh, you know, in Tokyo United's position, where they are desperate to try and get deals over the line at the level they're at, with players potentially having other options elsewhere, I can understand when you're quite close to getting somebody, not wanting to let everybody, everybody else know, uh, all right, in the great scheme of things, how many deals either fail or go through because yeah. you haven't let someone know? I don't know. So um, are they they're worried, I suppose, that somebody's going to pick up the team sheet, somebody's going to ring somebody and say, do you know they've got yeah, so-and-so, so-and-so down there? Down yeah, here. I, I imagine so, yeah. <coughs> um, uh, uh, it may also be at the request of agents and the players mm. themselves, um, you know, because the agents may well have told other managers yeah. uh, that, you know, blah, 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 blah. But... This is a public game, for goodness sake. It's not, and it's a paid-for game. And it's a paid-for game. And I, I, I've over the years, uh, you know, this is no criticism for Gary Hours. It, it, many, many managers before them yeah. and, and yeah. after them will do exactly have and will do exactly the same thing. But um, I, I think it's I think it's poor. Um, it, yeah. it, basically, you're saying to the fans, look, we're not that bothered whether you. Um, uh, appreciate. I know that's not the motivation for it. Of course, it isn't. But no, but um, it's the impression that's given. It's the it? impression it's, that's yeah. given, especially when you charge ten pound to get yeah. in. Um, and you, you're looking. I mean, one of the trialists was involved in a goal. Yeah, an own goal, own goal at that. Yeah, that's right. And so, if you're sitting there writing the match report, let's look at it from our point of view. Well, we've all seen it. And that's what we Who's have that? to say. And yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so, do excuse me, coughing. Sorry no, about that. Well done for keeping going. Um, yeah, so um, uh, that's where we are. Um, I don't think any of the trialists really did themselves no. that m- many favours anyway. But um, what about uh, Asa Hall? Did he play uh, I thought he, he he did quite well at times. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought there was a, and you have to be careful, but, but uh, to sort of get it right between criticism of United and praise for Forest Green. We looked pretty one-paced mm. right the way through the team, actually. But that may be because Forest Green looked yeah. that much quicker. Um, Gary Owls is very quick to come out afterwards and say, and absolutely accept what he says, that was the first time most of them have played anything like a football game for a couple of months, yeah. uh, let alone playing uh, with each other. Um, uh, and against the team, aside from two divisions above. Yeah, uh, who, uh, I mean, Forest Green, obviously, they won promotion the season before last when mm. they beat 
Tranmere at Wembley in the final. Uh, they struggled to stay up for some time, but they did stay up under Mark Cooper last season, which a lot of people didn't expect them no. to. Good manager, um, Mark Cooper, well, isn't he? Well, here we go again. Yeah. You know, been there, done it, T-shirt. Um, and you can see the way he's trying to develop that side now. Yeah. Um, they move the ball quicker, which, of course, you have to have better players to do mm. that. Uh, they've got quite a lot of pace about the side. Uh, and United didn't get close enough to them on Tuesday no. night. That, that that's the top and bottom of it. And if you don't, <coughs> if you don't get close enough to a team, you know they're going to open you yeah. up. And and they did big time. And in the end, United could easily. I mean, when they equalised one all at, at, at uh, after half an hour, it was well against the run yeah. of play. Nice um, finish as well. Yeah, oh, tremendous. Yeah, uh, a very good counter attack move um, by uh, uh, by United. Ben Winter, Jamie Reid did well down the right hand side. Beat a man. Found uh, Samir Nabi, uh, um, dropped a shoulder and completely sent a defender the wrong way, and then clipped a really nice. cool yeah. shot past the keeper. Yeah, yeah good sign there. Um, a good goal, but it was well against the run of play. And, yeah. and in fairness, most of the rest of the match, United spent without the ball. Who okay. did we have in goal? Um, uh, Alex Bass. Alex Bass yeah. to start with, and then yeah. Sean McDonald came yeah. on in the second half. I thought they both did well, actually. Uh, they have plenty to do because they've, they've um, both been signed since the last podcast. Haven't yeah, they, they have. So yeah, uh, and Alex Bass was was a was a signing which United had lined up for a very long time, um, uh, and I can understand uh, that not being released. Um, at, at least one Championship club, to my knowledge, uh, yeah. have been trying to sign him permanently. Uh, Portsmouth haven't wanted to let him go, but he's got an agent, and I think they wanted some sort of. Um, if they weren't going to accept an offer yeah. to go elsewhere, um, uh, they wanted some sort of security at Portsmouth that they really wanted him. Portsmouth do really want him. Yeah. They've extended. They gave him a, a one-year contract a year ago, an extension. They've given him a, a three-year contract now, uh, which is an indication of how they regard him. How old is he? Um, 20. And, yeah. and he went on a pre-season tour to Ireland with them mm -hmm. last week. And that's why it was all put on hold. But... Um, Gary Owens was always fairly confident that he was coming, but then in this environment, you, you kind yeah. of, until he actually walks through the door and says yes. So he's, he's known Sean McDonald before at Gateshead when he was assistant there two or three years ago. Yeah. Um, he's a young goalkeeper who everybody I've spoken to up in that part of the world rates quite highly mm -hmm. um, uh, as a talented young keeper, uh, but has not actually played as many games probably as his talent should, yeah. should have delivered over the last couple of years. Um, Gateshead, uh, Blythe Spartans. Um, but anyway, he's he's got the chance to come down here now yeah. and um, uh, relaunch his career. And, and I, th I would have thought at the moment that Bass is just ahead uh, in yeah. the pecking order. But um, ours is obviously very keen for the two of them to... And he's uh, not afraid to, to change fight keepers, it out as we them. saw last season. He, no, will, no. he will change goalkeepers if he feels the need. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, no, no. I, I think, and, and it's such an important position, isn't it? Yeah. And, and also, where United are in the National League South, it's, it's, you're almost inevitably heading down the situation of having one senior goalkeeper yeah. and then a youngster who would he really be up to it? Yeah. And I think. United have done quite well in that respect to get two goalkeepers on board, signed up, who, well, uh, obviously Bass is on a season-long loan from Portsmouth. I do imagine that there's a, there is some sort of recall clause in there, yeah. you'd imagine. So well, we're talking about a goalkeeper who played, who made his league debut in the, in the last match of last season and kept a clean sheet against, yeah. Port, uh, against Peterborough for Portsmouth. So 
um, and he's third in line there. Well, if one of the two senior goalkeepers at Portsmouth gets injured in the first few weeks of the season, um, <coughs> I imagine that Gary Owens will be uh, uh, turning his mobile off and hoping that it doesn't yeah. uh, that the messages aren't. aren't uh, uh, could we, uh, you know, could we have him back? But um, we'll sit, we'll we'll see and keep fingers crossed on that count. Indeed. And one signing since the Forest Green game. Yeah. Um, uh, defender Jean-Yves Couet-Niate. Yes. 25-year-old. <coughs> it says here, after spells in France and Belgium, uh, he's played for Solihull Moors, Oxford City, Ebbsfleet and Geisley. Yeah, played 15 games over the last couple of seasons for Solihull and then Geisley. Um, great big powerful lad and we'll see how he, how yeah. he gets on. Um, uh, I, I thought uh, United at the back looked... Uh, uncertain under, yeah. under quite a lot of pressure on Tuesday who played in the centre back positions there? Uh, George Essiemann and Jakob Soccer <coughs> yeah. um, uh, Liam Davis as usual in attacking moments and defensively actually looked the class act he, he, he really ought to be and yeah. is um, Ben Winter looked at, again at right back as if he's still settling in and getting to know everybody which actually that theme ran right through the, yeah. the side yeah. um, uh, I thought it was a little bit telling that when Hours sent Josh Gowling on in the closing stages, Gowling immediately looked, uh, apart from yeah. one passing mistake where, where he gave the ball away, but in all other respects he immediately looked <clears throat> the calmest and most assured defender that we had. It's interesting, isn't it? Because we were saying last week that we weren't sure whether Gowling was part of Gary Hours' thinking for the season coming up. Well, uh, um, you know, he's here. He's under contract. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, he did go to the funeral uh, in question yeah. um, with the club's permission. Um, and we'll see how that situation develops. Yeah. Um, uh, both of the uh, um, transfer-listed players, Gowling and John Paul Pittman, um, got run-outs on Tuesday yeah. night. Um, so... Know, watch this space, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it, it is starting to come together, isn't it? All those 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 blank spaces that we had in the team sheet that we filled in the yeah, other day. That, that that's <laughs> right. And, and 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 I can see a combination of of of, um, uh, of Asa Hall and Naby being a yeah. potentially decent in this division. Uh, I did think um, uh, Brett Williams played on his own up front. Yeah. Uh, well, on his own, certainly as a target man. Now, Brett Williams is not a number no. nine target man centre forward. Uh, he's, he's, he may well, and we all hope he gets 20 goals, but it'll almost certainly be playing off a target man uh, yeah. or a proper centre forward. And I'm sure that's one of um, the, the positions which Gary Owls is looking at. It's interesting that he said um, in the wake of the Niate signing, I think we definitely need another midfield player. Yes, I'd agree with that. Yeah. And looking at the front part of the team, maybe another attacking player. Yes, yes, definitely. Still, maybe three or four players yet to add, and I'm working very hard on that at the minute. Well, uh, I'm sure all the supporters will be pleased to hear that because I'm sure that's the way they see the situation. And so manager and supporters are both singing from the same song yeah. sheet there. Yeah. There are uh, spaces, I d you know, United have got potentially quite an interesting team uh, mm -hmm. already. Uh, but quite interesting isn't probably going to be good enough to win the title um, and you know that is what you know the aim yeah. is that, uh, to win promotion and hopefully if, uh, if if not to win the title and and you've got to be a bit it doesn't matter whether you're playing National League South National League or League 2 if you want to win any league any professional or semi-professional league you've got to be a bit different 
yeah. to all the rest of the other teams. And United, I think, are competitive and will be competitive at the moment. But to be that bit different, they still need a bit still more. Three, and I'm sure Gary three or four knows signings that. Short. Yeah. So it's pool tomorrow. As we're talking on Friday, oh, so well, cool before, on we, before we move on to that, United uh, uh, obviously played for the first time on the new on Chris Ralph's new pitch on Tuesday night, yeah. and I I thought in the circumstances when you think that he was still tearing the old one up in May, well he hasn't um, had any rain since May uh, either. No, has he, and, and hallelujah, the new uh, yeah. pop up sprinkler system was yeah. in action on uh, on uh, Tuesday night, uh, and talking to Chris, he said that has been an absolutely massive. Yeah. Um, bonus in in creating a new pitch. It isn't quite how he wants it yet. It looked perfectly all right to every to us up in the stand on Tuesday night. Uh, there are one or two areas that he's not 100% happy with uh, that haven't taken quite mm-hmm. as well as as others. But it certainly played very well. He's confident that give it another week or two, a bit more feed, yeah. uh, fertilization, a bit more. Well, we hope we might get a bit more rain. But even if we don't. The, irri- the irrigation yeah. system is there uh, that it will be fine uh, and United also sported their new strip on Tuesday oh, night I which, saw was, that. which yes. was an all yellow all yellow yeah. strip welcome um, aboard carpet king yeah there you go uh, so that's all on board yeah. now so they um, will be all in yellow the blue shorts are gone uh, the blue shorts are gone as, yeah. as far as we know yeah. um, uh, unless uh, they've been keeping something up their sleeve we haven't seen the second uh, the away strip no. yet don't know what that is and the club haven't really made much of a fuss of that this year. I don't know if you remember, but last season photo there was, shoots and oh, everything. Oh, terrific, year, wasn't, wasn't it? it? And, yeah. and it was. It looked good, didn't it? It uh, did. Uh, and so that's been a little more low key this this year. Not quite yeah. sure why. Um, it may have been because the kit's probably just only just arrived yeah. or something like that, and that's in or, the pipeline. Dropped, but, uh, as I believe the young people say. Yeah. Well, Patrick dropped that into a tweet the other night. <laughs> the, the new kit has dropped. Yeah. He said, I didn't quite understand. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, that was all. I, I think it'll be very interesting to see uh, how they go at pool on mm-hmm. Saturday. Um, I think that's going to be quite a test. Teams at all those sort of levels yeah. uh, nearly always fancy turning over a, even a Torquay United in the National League South. Um, and uh, it, it's all... a you know, a, a process and a progress towards yeah. uh, Chelmsford United away on, on August the 4th. And Argyle on Tuesday, 7.30 kick-off. That'll yeah. be the first time a lot of fans go out and see the team, I Yes, think. it will. And, and, and uh, look, if, if Cardiff pass them off the pitch and Bristol City pass them off the pitch, well, OK. Uh, yeah. uh, th- there'll be no shame in that. Or at least uh, uh, give them some, gives them a night of chasing, yes. Uh, I would have thought that most United fans with a slightly bigger crowd, by the way, well done to all the people who uh, didn't watch, yeah, turned their back on, people on, there, on, exactly, yeah. on yeah. France and yeah. France v Belgium on Tuesday and, and went up. Um, but there'll be plenty more there on, on Tuesday night and quite a lot of Argyle fans as well. So uh, the, it's it's not pressure, it's a friendly for goodness sake. But yeah. But it, it ups the ante a little it, bit. It ups the ante yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Not, for, you know, in other words, you don't want to take a a tonking, no. uh, and you do want to look half decent against you know your yeah. Devon neighbours, and um, uh, fingers crossed that United are uh, ratchet up a, a couple of notches for that. We'll be up there to cheer on the trialist brothers and, uh, and the rest <laughs> of the Torquay team. Well, I think by then we'll know who the trialists are. We've been uh, obviously digging as, uh, as as hard as we can. There's quite a lot of false rumours have been flying around, as I'm sure everybody knows. But 
Uh, that's that's the time of year, isn't it? It is. Thank you very much for your time. Sorry we were a day late. Apologies for the coughing and spluttering. We'll, we'll pass our fitness tests in time for next week, hopefully. All, all bugs cleared up by then. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Let's hope so. This has been the Herald Express Devon Live Talker United Yellow Army podcast. And uh, as the season approaches, come, come on, on you yellows. yellows.